Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! It's a podcast about marketing and money for all you bank marketers out there and friends and family that give us your sympathies and listen to. Speaking of sympathies, I'm going to lead in with a little bit of feedback. Let's, we, let's we do asked, it. We asked people to give us some feedback. Our, our one listener, Sean Carson. Two. We have two. Two. Natalie Bartholomew and, and Sean Carson. So sound off if you listen. Podcast 112. Baskin Robbins, Mandalorian, sixty-seven percent less intelligent after listening. <laughs> he put the laughing face on it, the crying laughing face. So I think it was a joke. I've never understood if that's crying laughing or crying. The straight, sad. The straight tears is crying. Crying. Yeah, the laughing has a little smile and it's kind of coming out the side eyes. Yeah, that's the. And cr- then there's rolling on the floor laughing where you where they where they did the design technique of just turning it sideways, forty-five degrees. Yeah. 67% yeah. degrees, percent degrees. Anyway. Whatever. So uh, what's been going on? Uh, there's this little thing called the pandemic. Let me tell you about mine. How, how was your experience? I just got back. From the quarantine. My second quarantine of the year. Yeah. So I've had 28 about, days. going to go hat trick? Go for three? Probably will. 28 days of being a shut-in, having things delivered to my house. What things? Groceries, food. Uh, I'm, I'm slipping into the Will Ferrell character that we were just laughing about that I'm going to try not to do. Did you get, did you get a nice <laughs> bag of plugs? Exactly. Exactly. But uh, we, If you uh, get that joke, yeah, you're laughing message right me. now. We got it delivered. But let's, let's quick to get I'll tell you that. what you did lose. Articulation. You, you no. Know. I've not spoken to anyone but a four-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a 12-year-old <laughs> You went 14 but, days. I don't tell you what... Jump in. Anyway, Get it. kick it off. The way the story happened is my daughter plays on a soccer team. One of the other players on the team hit positive for COVID the Monday after, Everybody okay? after a week. Everybody's fine. But she hit positive. She had a little sore throat and a little temp and then hit, uh, got tested positive. And so they quarantined the whole team from school for 14 she days. Who's she? The player. The got player did, positive. yes. And the scary part about it was she rode an hour and a half up back, so six hours in a car with us mm-hmm. to the game to the games up, the tournament. And so Ann stayed with us in between or whatever. So we were like pretty sure one of us would have it because mm-hmm. we had five family members riding the van with them, with her. No one got sick. DNA is just different. We all got tested. Did they Have they ever seen? We got tested. Negative. Never seen I DNA test- like yours. Tiger blood. Is that what it is? Is that what it is? <laughs> so the, the story to this is second time I've gotten quarantined. The other time was uh, when we had someone in our office space Shared office space that got it, and they sent everyone out of the building for 40 days. That was back in April. So this is my second time to get sent home when nothing happened. Now, yet, I, I'm still of the opinion that I think I had it in February before everybody knew about it because I missed a week working. With like every other old Ill. person that says, I, I've, had, oh, yeah, I've, I've already had, had it I've twice. Had, but, you know, when people are saying if you're around someone for more than 15 minutes within six feet, Has he 90% determined? chance you're going to get it. I was around this young lady for, like, hours. So there was a sense. And didn't get it. That I don't know if anybody's proven or disproven. Because I've never seen so anything so widespread that no one knows anything about. 
I mean, honestly. Well, it's so random, too. But, you know, the assumption was that it, you're immune after you get it. Or, you know, or well, there's some maybe immunity. I, maybe I got it and I have but, but my point is, does anybody know that? No. It, okay. Because, no. like I said, I've never seen anything that is so important, other than banking, maybe, that no one knows anything about. <laughs> Well, I didn't even mean to make that joke. I to the point of bringing it up in here, a couple things to discuss real quick, and I don't know what, what you've had with your office and, and anyone in We've it. We've been good. We've had a lot of people quarantined. But, but um, anxiety was high yeah. for the first few days until we got the your test. Your anxiety. Our whole families. Yeah. Uh, anxiety around was high. around holding each other. Yeah, and just thinking what, what could be. And, yeah. you, and I think the news is prone to some hyperbole, but at the same time, it's not sometimes. He really knows how to pronounce that word. Hyperbole. Yeah. Hyperbole. The epitome of hyperbole. Epitome of hyperbole. But anyway, but anyway, so there's that. There's trying to keep our marketing staff going while I'm at home, which is weird because a lot of people have been home. We were already set up to handle yeah. that. It was it was an easy transition, but we're moving into earnings season. We're moving a lot of stuff to the bank. I, I need to be in some meetings. Yeah. And yet I can't be. And I don't care what anyone says about this. Oh, remote work. We've discovered a new way that could have been. If you can't get in the same room and share the same sometimes. energy, some at least sometimes. Sometimes, I think you lose a lot of and I, business bingo. You lose synergy. You lose energy. You lose the ability to articulate consensus building. Whatever you want to say, kimono showing. Open, blue you can't sky open, strategies. If you, if you open the kimono on Zoom, was it ever really open? Just checking ins. You, you miss. You couldn't, all, you couldn't touch a base at all. Round the same sheet of music. So. Here's the deal. So, I, you know, months ago, every, you know, it was I'm so I've got Zoom fatigue. Like, I think we're gonna make up a like Nintendo thumb in the '80s. Like, we're gonna make virtual up virtual fatigue. Holding, look, I'm just gonna tell everybody out there, and I don't pretend to give personal advice, but just watch w- what you're tired of because just wait, there's gonna be more of it. Like, if you think you're tired of it today, you know, I mean, we were all tired of it, you know, 90 days ago. But no, I will say, I mean, as a creative firm. Navigating these waters because one of the first things we did during coronavirus was double down on supporting the internal Tupelo headquarters staff. They all wore two masks. They had to wash their hands twice. Yeah. They had to double quarantine. <laughs> quarantine inside of a quarantine. No, I mean, but but it's still like how do you, you know, very disorganized in the beginning, just meet, 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 zoom, 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 which is probably one of the... You know, fatigue setting. Well, because some of that could have been a phone call. I thought it was real weird that all of a sudden we have to see each other. A lot face. of people that were calling on you, especially outside sales folks and business development folks, would be like, "Let's hop on a Zoom," because I've never been able to get lunch with you, yeah. but now I know you're zooming, and you're like, "No, you can just call or text or email me." Yeah, but I do think it shifted some stuff. But I mean, it's um, tough. But then there's still the like there's ancillary issues. There's not just the disease or the novel. Have you noticed it's come back that everybody's putting the word novel in front of it again? Like, like, I I guess, guess, I guess we've got, because I would kind of switch out with coronavirus and COVID-19 just to kind of mix up the, I dropped the 19 a long time. Yeah. It's just COVID to me. Why is it even night? Does anybody know why it's 19? Oh yeah. There's the ancillary or related issues of like childcare and you know those who are close to people that are high high risk and all of that that so it's not just I have it I can't come to work um, or I'm worried about it, I can't come to work it's there's some other real ancillary issues that go along with it but the team here I would say has performed admirably always could improve you know any team can improve but it's tough I mean it's 
It really is. We when we've had strategy meetings with y'all and had to like we had a budget meeting last week. This week, yeah, my days running together because I've yeah. been at home. For, and it's a short week, so it's even weirder. But it was, it wasn't difficult to discuss numbers and planning for 2021. But not being the same room does have its limitations. People, we tend to talk over each other. We don't know when we like we're looking at each other. Like, what are you talking about? And then the camera moves because you've got a multiple people in a room, and I'm at a home. Movie camera. And you're and moving. You're, it's just it's a little awkward. And I think some things can get dropped in translation. So um, a lot of good follow-up has to happen. Uh, and like with our team, we've got somebody in Atlanta. We've got somebody in Memphis. We've got somebody in uh, near Jackson, Mississippi, someone in Oxford. So you know we're spread out anyway. So we're used to having conference calls, and we've added Zoom just because it's a thing. But mm-hmm. point being well, is, it's, it's, it's been a weird, especially my second time quarantine, I just think – you do lose, for all those naysayers of this is great virtual. I can just be at home and sip my coffee and watch birds or whatever. I, I think there's there's a lot lost. I, so in Twitter, the you know, Twitter Dorsey and that group, Jack Dorsey, uh, at the very beginning of this said we're, we're going work from weird knee jerk. Now the whole company, this guy's a genius, but also I think they saw what that bottom line was doing if they didn't have all that expensive. Oh, real estate infrastructure. in San Fran or wherever they're yeah. located. And right now, supposedly like. For San Fran, Bay Area real estate is like tanked because nobody's well, needs it. Well, that's the th- now when I say tanked is like thirty thousand dollars a month Went versus to- fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but but one of the things I would say that's a weird byproduct that I just want to talk about. So you know, um, everybody that's over hearing about coronavirus, whatever, um, we'll talk about it for a little bit more. Is um, a guy at a university business uh, over a, a business school at a university was doing sort of this little um, survey for. Research, I guess, what you would call it, and asked me how my life was different as a, a businessman, an important businessman in the community, proprietor, yeah, of goods of and commerce, services. yeah. And I thought about it, and I want to give him, you know, obviously a personal but insightful answer. And it hit me that I think maybe I've said this on a podcast. I want to do this sort of. I'm, I'm, we're building out a new office, and one of the art sort of installations I want to do because I'm about business and art is taking my hotel key cards. This year I was gonna I wanted to do it last year because I spent like 180, 200 days traveling or something. And I wanted to show over time, like use the key cards as a physical graph of this year was 180 days, this was 175 days. Some of them are pretty cool key cards on their own. Yeah. But physically either make a stack of them that looks like a bar graph or like paint a wall or like, you know, kind of wallpaper. Anyway. Good idea. So I did it in February, like the stack was in January I was in a hotel, twenty days yeah. in January. So twenty out well, of thirty-one days. Some were the same. Days. So you probably had like ten cards or something like that. But I would get a card for. I went ahead and got a card from them for every day. Ah. So I'd get another little card. So whatever. And then I had like a little extra stash because I was going to use those for anyway. The thing that's happened and that what I told this guy in the research is, when I travel, I took for granted the time in security check lines. In, in the airport, in the airplane, boarding when you had to put your laptop up, the get getting to 10,000 feet or whatever. The traveling business person has some built-in just can't do work times. And all of a sudden now you're on 24-7. I'm all, I mean, it is – the shift for me is, you know, it tries I might – there's no drive time between – I mean, just the drive time. Like a lot of people, you know, wheelers and dealers got the Bluetooth in the ear – and, you know, between meetings, they're on a call before they leave a meeting and they're, you know, in the car. And for a lot of people, just the drive, but 5, 10, 15 minute, 30 minute drive between two things was a respite. And now it is, 
I know you're sitting there. The next I know Zoom. you're on your phone. I know you're on your computer. You're there. I would say this has been, so not just the Zoom fatigue, but just the always on fatigue. And clients are listening to it. I'm fine. <laughs> but it's it's different. That's the big difference. You don't have that feeling. And so well, I guess what I have to reconcile as a person who needs to be accessible to my employees and clients is was that really a false sense of unavailability, forced unavailability? Do I need to build that back into my schedule? Probably. Or, you know, so, I mean, that's the weird, that's that's my thing. You ask what's going on, and that's mine. Well, that's good. I feel better. Uh, let me get up off the couch. Well, speaking of traveling, talk about that ocean spray skateboard mashup with uh, Fleetwood, Mac. Uh, Fleetwood Mac Dreams song. Yeah. Really interesting, because there was, there was a lot of interesting byproducts. This guy... From what I've read, and I should have looked up his name. You may know it, but anyway, it's a it's a difficult to pronounce. Whatever his name is, he, from what I read, I think his truck broke down or something. So he skateboarded to a place and then picked up some ocean spray. Yeah, but this isn't. And like, there's like this backstory. But, but here's the deal: it. it's not out of the blue. No, this guy, his he's a skateboarder. He skateboards and he dances. You know, like relatively good at and dancing. He pulls and his a, cousins or his nieces put him on TikTok. And I mean, this guy's like forty something or fifty. Yeah, and he's and he does all the TikTok challenges. But he's he's drinking this ocean spray. But, and I'll say this: it's weird on TikTok. Like the juxtaposition on TikTok seems to ring true. Like there's a group called the McFarlands that's a dad and his sons, and then mom comes in that go from super cheesy to, to totally hilarious. That it's an old like sixty year old dad doing all these dances and nailing it. So it seems like there's this weird appetite to see people that shouldn't be on TikTok on TikTok yeah, so because it's the shock the value of being like, hey, he's not 16 and yeah. doing dances. So this isn't like he got on and it's a flash in the pan. But it go, but the, the circle of it is interesting because Ocean Spray picks up on it. And if you're a marketer, you've probably seen all this mm-hmm. in the media and ad age and all that stuff. But they give him a truck and a literal the, truck the most, load the, of Ocean Spray. The most spray. awkward handoff ever because we're in the full. Yeah, so they're not, like all around. He has to corona. walk up to this thing and he the truck yeah. and he gets in and it's, it's got a truckload of ocean spray in the back and the sort truck. of it was kind of a yeah. light for a truckload it, wasn't it, it? Was, yeah it was kind of it was like a couple of big boxes then like some stacked up bottles i think they could have given the dude a little more ocean spray but that but he did get a free truck he did get a cranberry colored truck so he gets his truck fleetwood mac picks up on this because not not because the of the the guy in the band who we'll get to admit the drummer Mick Fleetwood, yeah. they pick up on it because it rockets that song to number one for the on, first time in like forty five years since I guess Rumors came out or whatever yeah. album it was on. It rockets to the top of iTunes for rock songs or yeah. adult contemporary rock or whatever. Yeah. So all of a sudden now they're getting paid. Yeah. So you got Fleetwood Mac getting paid over here for a song from a guy on a TikTok video. All these young kids are now discovering it and using the song. Then Mick Fleetwood, who happens to be running for governor of like Montana or one of the Dakotas or something, picks up on it, joins TikTok just because of that yeah. to make the same video of him holding Ocean Spray. Don't know if Ocean Spray paid him, but he's getting paid for downloads to the yeah. song he wrote anyway. He doesn't need any more money. Then you see, um, what's, what's her name, the singer from Fleetwood Mac? Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks does a video where she's got ocean well, she's spray. skateboarding? She's putting on uh, roller skates. Uh, she doesn't skate, but she's putting them on. And then she's singing over the music with her own voice. So it makes it this weird kind of meta fact, thing. I don't like Stevie Nicks' voice. I, I know this. Yeah. We don't know this, but now you know. That's all right. You don't like Neil Young either. So that's, that's two icons that you're not a big fan of. No, I don't like Neil Diamond. Oh, 
No, you just made that up. You love Neil Diamond. <laughs> I know that is a joke. You love Neil Diamond. Yeah. You start yeah. your day singing Sweet Caroline on the way to work yeah. every morning in your drive. Yeah. But anyway, so this whole like meta ocean spray dreams, crazy uncle on TikTok riding on a skateboard now becomes a thing. So all these people are doing it on TikTok. Ocean Spray then starts buying the TikToks or paying people to give them permission to put it into 30-second spots. They drop it on television. TikTok did that, not I, Ocean Spray. TikTok put out the TV spot. But I don't know that there wasn't some sure, but, paid collusion yeah, with Ocean Spray. Well, yeah, but I mean it was... Because they're getting their product in yeah. every picture, which... So here's, so, a, here's Ocean a, Spray becomes cool again. It's here's like cool the side. Now. All this talk around this. All this talk around this. No one's asked that dude, look, maybe he doesn't drink. I assume there's some vodka in that in that ocean spray bottle. <laughs> Who knows? But nobody's asked. Like, was it just ocean spray? But I, I think the point on this is it's hard to come up with well, viral creative. Well, that's the part. Is on there's a, social and every bank or every company I'm banks just, don't try as hard as others, but everyone's trying to do it. This was so organic, yet it hit so well on every different level. Well, the reaction has been I don't have a better word for it than idiotic. That no no good good reaction into the consumers, but like Ad Age or somebody read, read it's a like Popeye's Chicken level, but, but they but that was manufactured like they did that they made a pro that was traditional advertising we made a product and we advertised it. Well, I say the the industry reaction has been idiotic that like somebody said like this is why the ad like ad agencies are broken. Now look, I'm obviously sensitive to this, but there's an assumption. That this man who's awesome, ad agency's job is repeatable, repeatable increase, not flash in the pan. A mate like this guy didn't sit down at a strategy meeting to make Fleetwood no, Mac go to number it one. It was completely luck for both the brands, yeah. Fleetwood Mac and Ocean Spray. And Fleetwood Mac is a brand, and there's don't. a billion funny things that are happening that don't go viral. But it was just like the headline was a human makes a better ad. Like what? So eight. We as marketers aren't humans now. The industry looks at it, and then invariably, some of the banks out there, it's just like the ice bucket challenge and all these virality things. Oh, the, the, gingham the gingham style, gingham. Yeah, you were going to say. And it. somebody's going to go, there is nothing ma like, it's actually kind of disappointing, honestly, that our highest level of whatever is going and getting a skateboard and a bottle of ocean spray. And, and look, I'm actually for the guy that made it. It dilutes. Yeah, it's a sincere form of flattery, but like, we're going to do this too because it's cool. And it just rings hollow and cheesy. And I'm kind of tired of the, the hanger on chaser. I like chaser. the original things. Yeah. When they're cool, when they're original, but then when it becomes. It makes it so uncool. And banking, I'll just say it this way banking has a reputation to be an uncool industry. When you start trying to be cool or, or emulate the thing that's cool, it becomes uncool real well, that, quick. That's where I was with all those dancing videos when people used to make their bankers dance and put it on YouTube and they'd get a thousand views. And, and it's like... Maybe. Yeah. I get at the time... I'm just saying why approach you I, get, I get why you do it. It's a thing to post and we don't know what to do today because we can't keep posting. To me, there's always a cringe factor to make trying to convince my CEO to dance on camera for a, for a video. And I get there's some... Some people think it's humanizing. You know, the stuffy suit in the corner is over here dancing to a song that's real popular. You know, the there was the Harlem Shake thing. Then oh, there was the I other one with the, with the uh, Ray, Ray Sherman. Yeah, where everybody's... You stop. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Black Beetle, I think, was yeah, the song. Black Beatles. Beatles. I think you need to be careful with what it is and then understand that the organicness 
of that post the guy did. The word is organosity. Yes. Well, the organosity is good. Yeah. But it's rare. It's hard to duplicate or replicate. And Ocean Spray got lucky. And look, more you got to be more power to take advantage of it. Back it when it happens. Great for your no brand. harm, no foul to any. Got to Stevie Nicks drinking your yeah. Ocean Spray for free, putting on roller skates like great. Stevie Nicks getting paid fifteen cents a pop. Nobody's off. talked about Ocean Spray since the big um, UTI outbreak of of <laughs> two thousand twelve, or since the Departed when they were. Drinking cranberry juice at the bar and having awkward conversations. Oh, yeah. And to the point of the ocean spray ad and the guy skateboarding and all the uh, stuff he's been doing, I think we still have to look beyond that as something that you can create. And I think you, you hit on it a few minutes ago or in our discussion when you were saying agencies can't be like, hey, we'll recreate this viral organic deal uh, because when you try to kind of fake make these things i don't think they work well like i said earlier it's just dilution i mean there's a very specific time when you can copy now here's the thing about all the individuals doing it on tiktok that is the the venue of tiktok you have to understand that that is what tiktok is it's there's a tiktok trend and you participate in that trend every time a bank shows up to those things that's like the last it's one like that, wah, wah, yeah wah. it's like the and n- not hate to banks but just so you know like the consumer's not waiting for the bank to do the next ocean spray thing. It reminds me of when uh, Cam Newton was brought the dab out. It was all popular, and he was dabbing after his touchdowns, and kids started doing it. And then I, I believe it jumped the shark when the— uh, you know what that's called? Yes, jumping the shark. Oh, the dab? You mean when he did that? Is that what that's— I, I'm it thinking the dab. dab. It was the dab. The dab. When the city council from Shark— When they went to the Super Bowl— to play the Broncos, the city council took out a big ad in the paper, and the mayor and, the, and all they were all dabbing. By the way, and it looked so silly to see uh, a bunch of suits and ties and and lady and like ladies in profession. I think the mayor at the time was a was a woman in like business attire doing it. It just, it it was cringy. It was weird, and I know they were trying to copy him to be like we're all in it so, together type thing. So but two it was weird like, things: never dabbed. In yeah, my life. Neither have I, other than like making fun of my kids doing it. My, but I haven't. My, I, I have no organic dabs. Yeah, my kid. No, I've never even made fun of somebody doing it. I've never done it to even with any motive. But my son, who is, you know, just of the dabbing like age. Yeah. Generation. The dab generation. Yeah. That's also the flossing generation. Mm hmm. Same thing. He tried to get Donald Duck. He, weird thing where he ran into Donald Duck on the road, on the street. Wait, like Disney World? Yeah. Okay, well, you didn't say, you just said he ran into Donald Duck on the I, street. I, that was what made it funny. <laughs> Donald Duck would not dab. He tried to get him to dab. He's like, we do not. Probably do, trademark. We do not do that here at Disney. They probably told him. They like, literally said that. Like, the handler. Maybe it's offensive to people that aren't Charlotte Panther, Carolina yeah, Panther I, fans I or whatever. I, as, as a not. As a non-dabber? As a non-Carolina Panther fan. I, I, I don't I, think I'd say it's offensive. I but, thought it was cool when he did it. And I thought it was cool that kids copied it as well, kind of a viral thing. And then, I don't know, whatever group came up with it. What's that group out of Atlanta? I don't know. It's a rap group. They came up with it. Migos. Yeah, Migos. Migos. That Migos came up with it and have the song. But then when it started getting adopted by, like, business class and political class as a thing, it's, it cringes out. Oh, yeah. 
Cringe factor goes high. Inverse proportion. And that's why if I see a bank CEO on a skateboard drinking ocean spray, you'll know that like that's the end of that as far as it being. No, but but, by end of it, it's dead, 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 dead. dead. Yeah, the first time a bank CEO does it, it is. It's dead. Yeah. It's dead. With that lesson as a warning shot to our bank marketing sisters and brothers out there, I'll tell you about a good thing that we did on social media because people want to know the good. Like, oh, that's bad. Give me an example of good. Well, so FIFA 21 came out a Friday ago. Mm-hmm. Soccer game for all the unindoctrinated. So- soccer or football. Yeah. But you don't have to say it like football. You can say football. But anyway, soccer. It's the most popular. It's actually the most popular esports game in the world. Not so much in the U.S. of A., but we don't. globally. Because we got real football. Oh, yeah. We got that pigskin. Yeah. Toss it. If you follow Renaissance or know us, we sponsor the jersey on Nashville Soccer Club, the newest, latest MLS team out of Nashville. And wouldn't make much sense for them to be like the Sheboygan exactly. um, soccer club in Nashville. So, And that could be the, I don't know, the Williamson County Soccer Club yeah. or the Tennessee Soccer Club or something. Yeah, anyway, I guess. Nashville Soccer Club is, is out of there. Of Nashville, Tennessee, just for That's clarity. Right. And they have Renaissance Bank on their shirt, which is Renaissance Bank, which is the bank that I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, just making sure if I need to be real okay. literal here and just, describe everything. The FIFA 21 game came out. Mm-hmm. What does FIFA stand for? Federation International Football Association, something like that. Football International Federation Alliance, something like that. Some fancy words. That a few years ago was the fraud thing. That guy. They 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 were known to take kickbacks to place the World Cup in certain countries. That was the the president of it was. That was kind of the thing. Yeah, that was the thing. It doesn't do the game. I don't know now. Yeah, Yeah. nothing to do with actual playing of. Wait. So anyway. I don't know the relationship, and we won't sidebar, but actually I'm interested. We'll talk about this later, but the relationship between MLS and FIFA. So FIFA FIFA is just the umbrella name of it, mm-hmm. and they put every league in it. So when you get okay. in, you can do Premier so you, League, yes, Bundesliga, to... you can do whatever the leagues are okay. called in South America. And cross, cross the leagues. Concifa Cup. Con- but you, so you can play cup, whatever um, it is. Yeah. Tottenham against Nashville. Oh, yeah, and... and the Which, cool part about it is, is if you, they're weighted the way they're really, they, they are they are weighted, they are weighted. So you, does the does but, it, but you can build your own team. Okay. You can build yourself as a player and do like you know ninety on speed and sixty on passing. You can you can can you do the hair level? Uh, absolutely, you can trick it the whole way out. Yeah, you can. What's be, your hair level? I haven't your, made my, my son made a character, uh-huh. which is pretty cool. You can go play three on three and then have to make a team and they manage the season. You know yeah. all this stuff. So anyway, it's, I was, I was going to try to if there was a foot size meter and a hair pattern. Meter, oh, I'd be zero on foot size, but I would be. Would your hair or feet be lower? Uh, the, the feet would be way lower. Okay, way lower. But Tiny feet. to the point of all this, FIFA rolled out on Friday, and we partnered with National Soccer Club to ask players of FIFA to choose to play with Nashville soccer team as their team on the game. And when they scored a goal, you know, if you're online, you can record it now. You can take your phone out, record it however you want to do it, and then post it on Twitter. And then we would go through and look for views, likes, whatever. And then the winner would get an official gold, like, game jersey from the club. And with that in mind, I mean, we're talking, some, I don't know, a couple hundred dollar worth of jersey just on the, you can't get one. Or you couldn't then. I don't know. You can probably order one. Gold. That, like real gold? gold? 24 karat? It is. Okay. Bruno Mars delivers it to your house. Nice. Not <laughs> asterisk. None of that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Over the weekend, we had a lot of people posting their goals on Twitter, and you could see it. You like it, whatever. I posted a couple of you can from tell, my like son financial goals. One. Get a goal with your financial goal. And that's exactly what a bank would, yeah. what a <laughs> typical bank would do. 
And so, uh, so anyway, it was pretty cool because it got a few thousand views, which for something on Twitter that a bank does. But it's cool. I will say this on the outside. It's a pretty cool play. I mean, it's a, a popular game. A popular game overall in America. I mean, while it's more popular worldwide, is I mean, it's it's cool to have a, a bank brand inside a very popular video game, most popular esports game in the world. Yeah. And now, given I don't know how many people are picking MLS, most are probably picking I don't know Barcelona or you know yeah. whatever team Real to play. Madrid. Yeah, or whatever team to play. But I'm just want to keep naming to, them to, that to, point, to prove my soccer knowledge. To that point, I loved Arsenal. the play we did, and I don't want to claim it's original because Burger King did a great one. If you've not seen say, it, I was gonna, Burger I, King's done an amazing I was, one. I was playing on whether to not to be no, like. No. It sounds a lot like Burger King. No, Burger King's was way above what we could do. A little bit did. bigger company than Renaissance. Exactly, but the idea was, and there. they sell flame flame broiled um, hamburgers. They also sell the fake burgers. Uh, oh, the Impossible Burgers. Yeah. The, Have you tried one? No, and I, I'm not going to unless someone sneaks one <laughs> up on me. Imp- inconceivable. Impossible. I think as a as a Twitter thing, it was a good play because it was a brand play. It showed we're connected to the team. So, the person got, so it, to got the a listeners, jersey. All you have to do is sponsor a major sports team. I'm just trying to give people ideas. Dude. But, but it, it is thinking outside the box and um, – Pushing what I mean, you what do, do you have in your marketing arsenal that's different from all your competition? No other bank that we compete with could have done this. Yeah, absolutely. So that that's the way I that's the way I like it. Is that a little Bruno Mars closure to that conversation? Is that, is that uh, a lyric? I've never heard a Bruno Mars song all the way through. You heard one, you've almost heard them all. But anyway, just catchy little pop tunes. Uh, but my point in explaining that is it was original to us, not an original yeah. Thing. Other companies have done the jersey play. I'm sure probably some of the other but you paid to get on there. It. Yeah, you could bake in a cost of us having the name on the jersey, whatever. But my point is, it but didn't first American insurance. It, did, it didn't have any real cost of yeah. of doing of saying, "Hey guys, here's a Twitter challenge. Post this." It was kind it of up. a cool bonus for no more money to show up in a game. That and I like the Twitter play. The other the other part this that I think is cool about it is uh, people were tagging players that scored the goal, and then the player may retweet it. So, for instance, I tagged Dominic Baji, who's the, the starting striker for National Soccer Club, in a in goal Nashville, that I Tennessee. scored with him. Oh, yeah. And he retweeted it and liked it. And so I was like, hey, that's pretty cool, the player. And so you got some of this organic kind of yeah. virility, if you want to call it that. But uh, it, I'm not saying it got a million views, but I'm not saying it got 100 either. So yeah. it, was, it was a good play. Well, it's doing anything you can to get outside of that. 500 to 1,000 followers set that you already have. Yeah. And those are the opportunities that you have to find. And again, obviously, lines on both sides of the road to stay in the middle, but I mean, it, it's, it's a tough call. But I do see people going a little too crazy. I think we tend to think too much like consumers when we when, or try to think too much like consumers when we approach some of our own marketing. Bankers do. Well, is that like, what, cool? What product would they like today? And you're like, no one gets a bank product but once every seven years or whatever. Well, I mean, it goes into what I've been banging a drum on forever is that, and, and we caught ourselves doing this, is writing ads to everyone right, or creating ads for everyone. If they're happy with their current bank or unhappy with it, like, try this bank. First bank of union citizens. And when we realize, and so should you, free advice uh, rulers, Yes, the rulers of the airwaves that, that listen to us. Listeners, um, free advice to all of you. You need to write your ads or create your ads to those who are looking for another bank. Everybody else is tuned out. They don't care. But if you say, you know, if you're looking for another bank, we're somebody you should consider if that's 
the general underpinning message, you're going to be more successful. Why go after somebody who's not interested at all? Then it's just branding. Yeah, then it's just branding, which is good overlayment to that. But when you get down to the product and and the true tra- what we call transitional, if you're wondering what I'm talking about, look at the brand tier blog on mavisac.com slash blog, then um, you really can need to lean into the person who is looking to switch and playing into the psychology of why they would want to switch. Otherwise, it's... Well, you have to give a value and there's a need and you should be able to target the need depending on your, your marketing channel. And yep. so that's like, this was the that's National the Soccer Club. Yeah. We're the sponsor of the team. We do have a branded NSC debit card. And a lot of times in the conversation with them online, we'll go in and say, hey, have you gotten our card? And we have... Facebook messages all the time of people asking about how they can get it. Can they get a jersey, tickets, like a lot of that. And depending on the situation, we can uh, we play up some of that. But I think we need to wrap up the the three points of the podcast. One, COVID bad, surviving in Zoom, virtual getting to be where you have to just accept it. And you're like, eh. if it doesn't have to be Zoom, like think back before March of this year, you can have a phone call or an email. Yeah, there's so many things. I just want to see your face. No, uh uh-uh. So there's that. I think secondly, ocean spray. Good luck to you. Lightning for struck. You. Good luck. Yeah, lightning. Good hit. on you. Uh, good on you. Fleetwood Mac. Welcome back to the charts. I mean, good for you. Hey, while well, they're still alive. Exactly, and a whole new generation discovering Fleetwood Mac. And then thirdly is uh, National Soccer Twitter play with us. A unique thing we could do because of our good bank on you, our brand. Good on you. And if. And if, as you're looking for your social media plays, plural out there, because it's not Puns. one, it's not one thing. Yeah, find that niche you have. Don't just oh, well, we got the products. Here's our check. Like no, no. What does your brand do that's different from your competition, and exploit it? So there's the three topics of the week. Get on you. Yeah. Why don't you close us out there? Bye. and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mavis Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.